everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Fan with the Fanbite Podcast, the flagship, as I like to call it. It is episode sixty-eight here on June sixteenth. Oh my god! Jesus we're oh my god! We're so close. No, we can't. We can't do it. We're skipping to seventy. I don't know if we can. That's no. We're, we're, we're no, skipping we, to seventy. Someone stole the bit. We have to skip. Mm, we'll, Listen, well. the first, the second knock knock joke was was stolen, right? <laughs> so like, we have to. We, uh, I the mean, president's been in, has been set. I don't know. This feels like stole, episode seventy, stolen valor is what I will call <laughs> <Right>? it. <laughs> I'm we'll Steven Strong, right managing editor of fanbyte.com. I am joined once again this week because like yesterday was a little bit of a weird episode. We had a guest and we had John on and all that good stuff. But this time I am once again joined by Nikki Grayson. Ale. Sorry, uh, Origin <laughs> Access Premiere Plus. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Social Xbox editor, Game Pass. Game Pass. Social editor Social plus. Social editor, Game Pass. Yep. <laughs> Nikki Grayson. Uh, it's me. Hi. Hello. The uh, the newly promoted Nicholas Grayson. Did you know that the, the character that Microsoft has created? Um, <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. I just read Merritt's message. Um, that Microsoft has created a character uh for game pass and that character's name is melissa mcgame pass and she's no. the person in charge of game pass this is is this like a, <laughs> what, what was her name didn't they already do this once they yeah did, they, they already they, had they had someone right reality girl or whatever she was called sure or like uh that got the playstation guy who Xbox wasn't actually the playstation girl. guy Sorry, Reality to, Girl is like an American people. god. Oh yeah, basically. sorry. Introduce people. We can come back. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm uh, joined again this week by one Danielle Riendo, the uh, editor in chief of Fanbyte.com. Hi, I'm Danielle McGame Pass. <laughs> we found you. Uh, we were able to get a you know, just a wonderful guest after Mike last week. We really needed to top ourselves, so we decided to get um, Danielle McGame Pass on this one. Yeah, I, I'm a special one. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me. And last but certainly not least is Features and Trending Editor, Merit Kay. Yeah, um, Kay Game Pass, no, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sega Genesis. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know, I'm just going to start saying names of things. Commodore. Um, Merit Kay does what... Sega don't wait. Oh, no, that's good. No, yeah, that's, no, that's right. true that's because Sega Sega will not publish um, my kind of like inflation Sonic fanfic. So like I'm right. producing that and they won't. So now, I'm are sort you of sure. Have you asked? I, I haven't asked. That could be the plot of the next movie. The, you know exactly. You this is your opportunity to become a screenwriter. That's not. It's not every day. I you mean, can I, get a I have been trying to break into the screenwriting biz. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, in Sonic Two, um, Tails has a baby. Tails yeah. comes up and it's like Sonic, I'm pregnant, <laughs> um, and he's pretty young. So that's pretty upsetting. Uh, right. And uh, the movie has already been canceled. <laughs> it's oh, no. already been shut down. It's already been been put down like oh, a dog. No. <laughs> like Sonic. They were like, what's this Like a dog? sick hedgehog. Like a rabid oh, hedgehog. The movie has been put down. They should just, give Sonic rabies. They should give Sonic rabies. You know what? I'm always saying this. <laughs> they should give Sonic rabies. Yeah, we've got Sonic mania. We've got Sonic colors. Now it's time for Sonic rabies. I mean, Sonic Mania, that's, he's like kind of mm-hmm. like foaming. He's like manic. 
Um, uh-huh. That could be like a super, like his new transformation. You know, mm. in this game, instead of going supersonic, he collects like the uh, the the seven rusted chaos emeralds <laughs> and. Uh, is it's, that how you get rabies? No, from that's rust? that's uh, no, that's tetanus. But that's like tetanus, future future rabies. Hmm. Sonic gets bitten by tails. Right. Okay. Who is canonically rabid? Oh, Daniel. Uh, like wait. in what location or yeah. like where on his body? Yeah, where on his body. I mean, there's not oh, no. much. It's either just like his his weird little. <laughs> oval body or his head so what if what if tails bites where his eyes should be disconnected oh boy mm, right oh that's just, no that's just one big jelly with like two little <laughs> with two little beans floating inside. in it <laughs> yeah yeah do you, yeah, now, do you, you think uh, that's chewy is there is that like a gristly feeling zone no i feel like i feel like the connective tissue would be a little bit tougher than just like you know uh vitreous fluid hey can i say something mm. yeah this sucks what? <laughs> <laughs> this sucks in a big way. Uh, well, we can move on. We got lots of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, at least I yeah, assume so. Nobody else updated their show notes on this one. <laughs> what if you don't have but time to play games? That's... Did you not? No. What's going on? I I'm t- I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of meetings and a lot of uh, t- important business uh-huh. uh, and Animal Crossing. Those are, those are important things to take I, up my time. <laughs> I was kind of going for like, uh, you know, how was your weekend? I know it's Tuesday. We don't do a Monday show, but we could like, you mm. know, talk about like what we've been up to. Did we get, do anything fun? Um, but, you know, your, your, your day planner is also a good kind of check in. I do like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a, Remember, I actually uh, have a day planner. It's very cute. I oh, am an really? analog gal. Yeah. I, oh, it's not wow. a planner, but it's like a tiny, the little tiny mead notebooks. You know, I fill yeah. those with like the daily uh, tasks that I have and also like timed meetings in order. Yeah. Huh. Special. It's Damn. very special. Well, you know what? If it works for you, then. Yeah. Then yeah. It works. Yeah, works. There's not enough. There's not enough things in this world that we can all agree are just like good for us as people. And I think like, yeah, finding finding that one true love like that is really important. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Hey, remember when uh, when John showed us his calendar? Yeah, uh, it was violence, huh? I, I, yeah, <laughs> it was psychic. I took psychic damage <laughs> from seeing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, John's calendar for people who don't aren't seeing it right now because I'm. I suppose I probably shouldn't use that as this week's like episode art because it's it is John. <laughs> it could be used to like figure out John's AI path and kill him. Yeah, and, yeah they could like, kidnap him. It's yeah. like a hitman. Like yeah. Agent 47 style. Uh, yeah. They drop the chandelier at 2.34 p.m. exactly on Although, Tuesday. I got to say, I feel like John is sort of aware enough that he would notice a bald man with a barcode on the back of his mm. neck. I think he would. Um, yeah. Yeah, but okay. John would quicker think. I just don't understand why more more people don't think that it's just Pitbull. Agent <laughs> 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 like, 47. In like, this mission, you will have to infiltrate a pitbull convention. Fine, please! We've been saying it for months. Mm-hmm. Just let... I'm always saying this. Uh, yeah, by months, you do mean, like, for five days, because that's exactly how long we have been making oh, Right, that because yeah. the hitman, there's a new hitman, and we all got very excited. Yeah, we did. There was, uh, last week, there was a PlayStation. That was last week, right? I'm not fucking completely yeah, losing it. Was, it was, it was, it was last week. this weekend? Oh, thank God. Or it was this no, week. It was yeah. Thursday. 
Because it was, yeah, Danielle, this is my problem. No. I, there, was, there was other stuff this weekend, but yeah. the Hitman thing was announced on the Sony one, which was on Thursday. Yeah. Gotcha. It was originally going to be the Thursday before last, but then the world caught on fire. Yeah. Um, did you know it's only been six days since the, the Halo reach around because the suit makes the Spartans oh. nut tweet went out? <laughs> wow. It feels like it's been much longer. Where were you? Nikki, where were you? Where were you? I was was right here typing Halo Reach around because the suit makes the Spartans nut. Learning that that was not true was such a a blow to me. Um, No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not true. It's not true at all. I mean, it's true spiritually. It's like a personal truth Mm, for me. Yeah. But it's not sort of like what you might call a factual thing that is true yeah. in reality. I mean, what, big it, Microsoft doesn't want you know, it to be you true. You can't prove that the suits don't jack them off, right? Yeah. Right? No, no one can see inside there. Corporate so. approved lore is a blight on creativity, and I will not allow Tim Microsoft to tell me mm-hmm. that yep. uh, suit do not nut Master Chief off. Yeah, word of God said it wasn't even word of God that excerpt was just fake. Mm, wow. I know. It's like learning that your religious texts were written by some guy who um, claimed to have found them on golden tablets like 100 years ago. Exactly. I mean, wait. Everything is made up anyway, so we can just make up whatever we want. Just because a multi-billion dollar corporation says that Master Chief is incel doesn't mean we have to believe it. I don't think have have they ever come out and made a statement about that about him being incel? Yeah. Hey Microsoft, um, is Master Chief? What's he up to? I mean, I kind of assume that we're dealing with sort of like a Warhammer situation yeah. here, where like the Space Marines have been so jacked up by science that they just they like can't don't, jack off. That they can't yeah, jack there off. it is. They're jacked like, up. There it is. They just don't have it anymore. Like that part of their brain is gone. Yeah, they're like smooth like Ken dolls down there because it would distract from like mm-hmm. battle, isn't it? That's the whole thing with the Space Marines. Well, Space Marines, I think it's just that they don't have any need to. It's not that it would distract from battle. It's just like they don't need to fuck. And also, like I think they don't want them to fuck because then there's the the chance that like they would make more that they don't control right um, because they they make space brains by like putting some organ in people that makes them grow other organs is there are there lady space brains uh it depends on who you ask mm-hmm. if you ask games workshop right now they will tell you no <laughs> Uh, as far if as I, I know, your AO3 account, though, maybe that's changed. I don't know. I haven't been following Warhammer for a long time, but I think there were like in the early days of Warhammer when it was just all fucked up, like working class British shit and everyone had mohawks and listened to heavy metal and um, it was fun. And then when it was like when they were like, we have to make this more serious so we can license it so we can make Tau Fire Warrior. Yes. Um, then it became not fun, and then they were like, no, only male space marines. Sisters of Battle are the lady space marines. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Sisters of Battle But are they're not, thing. because they're just normal people in power armor. Right. They're still cool, though. Oh, that's boring. No, they are that's very boring. Cool. No, they fucking do rip. Um, oh. Anyway, speaking of things that rip, I did just put something in Discord for everybody to enjoy. And this, sure. might be, this might be our podcast art for this week, which is oh, the boy. female... Oh. Uh, kind of like an anime girl space marine, yeah. I would say. It looks yeah. like Samus. You know? She looks like Samus from that bad She year. looks yeah. a little like yeah. Samus. Yeah. yeah. There is no, a, Danielle, did you say 
Sorry. I'm sorry. You know I'm like 900 years old. You know I'm 900. That's how it used to be for now. It's Samus Samus. Aran. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... I'm bad. I'm bad at... Wait. uh, How do you say her last name, though? Oh, wait. Uh, Aran? It's A-R-A-N. Aran. Aran, interesting. What about you guys? Aran. I say say Samus Aran, yeah, but we did it wrong both ways. No, no, no. I don't know that that's wrong. Here's the thing, because we were talking about this the other day about Titus from Final Fantasy, and apparently it's like a big debate. Like I always assumed it was Titus, like tides, like because it's water, but apparently it's pronounced Titus in a bunch of things, but then pronounced Titus sometimes. They call him now, Nine Kingdom Hearts, which is why I always assumed it was Titus. Oh. Now, wh- now, how would you? How? What is the other way you would pronounce Blitzball, Stephen? Because I did heard you. I did hear you say Blitzball. So, kind of, what's the alternate pronunciation of Blitzball? Blitzball. Blitzbeal. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Blitzburg. <laughs> I love that place. Beelball. Beaverball. Um, why is the Warhammer <laughs> behind Samus uh, look like a Fallout? Do they That's all, what do they Warhammers all look, look like. like um, oh, no. There's like seven different models for the helmets. Um, so did Fallout take it from the Warhammer? Space Marines have existed for like thousands of years, so there's like all kinds of like... Basically, this is just because they model different ones, but like in the lore, it's like, oh no, their armor has changed over like different generations and stuff. Also, because Games Workshop would love for you to buy all seventeen different versions of them for forty-five gotcha. dollars a piece. Yeah, gotcha, 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 God. gotcha. That is, uh, I think there. Somebody was telling me, I forget who was telling me this, but somebody recently was just telling me that they the new ones have gotten like better, but there was, when I was working in a comic book shop that sold uh, Games Workshop stuff, that stuff was a fucking scam and a half. That oh. was a racket. <laughs> no, they're a bad company, like, unless they've changed. Um, it's weird, because, yeah, again, they started out as just, like, this, like, the history of Warhammer is so fascinating, because it started out as, like, working class English stuff like the yeah. orcs were like lads and like some of that stuff still carries out but uh, then they just sort of really tried to make it like cool and like American and um, then got really aggressive about copyright Yes, and um, that's why they recently <laughs> changed all of the names of things to terms that they can copyright mm-hmm. because they can't copyright Space Marines, but they can copyright Adeptus Astartes uh-huh. um, mm. or like the Imperial Guard. Elf. No, well, and Eldar, Eldar, I don't think they use Eldar anymore because that was a Tolkien thing. Was it really? I think so, yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Uh, I, rem- I remember elves are the, like, elves or something like that, I want to say. In the, I, I'm, in pretty the sure, I'm pretty sure elves. that they didn't invent the word Eldar. Um, hmm. Yeah, it, it's what, it's what um, some guy calls the elves, I think. It's probably like a Silmarillion thing. Oh, God. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Anybody? Hey, show of hands. I know I can't see any of you, but show of hands. Who here has read the Silmarillion? Uh, I can't read. No, I can't. So like read. every time, so like every time someone <laughs> says the Silmarillion, I lose a couple of words. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I like I've heard it enough times that none of the words didn't mean anything to me. Danielle, is that a no from you too? I, I no. I was a sci-fi dork, but not really a fantasy mm-hmm. dork. Well, until like grad school. That's why you pronounce it Samus Aaron, because you're just thinking of Aaron Sun from Farscape, of course. Oh, my God. 
You know what? I've been thinking about Farscape a lot lately. I'm not going to lie. Weird. You? I know. It's you? weird, huh? Danielle? Because I've been watching my other childhood obsession. Well, teen. Kind of both. Whatever. It's fine. Farscape came out a little later. I'm watching a lot of Voyager, and I'm just also kind of like, wow, these are shows that were very formative for uh, a young Danielle. And also, they're still great, and that makes me happy. Yeah, you're I don't know. About there's how- a thing about like being embarrassed of the things you really liked when you were a young teen. And I feel like I'm maybe coming around again. Like maybe this is the like it's been 20 years thing or more than 20 years thing. And I'm just like, no, these things are good, actually. They're mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I saw you tweeting about how one episode of Voyager was very horny, I think. Uh, yes, it's one of the best episodes of that show. Uh, even though it has like the actual stupidest premise ever. Uh, and it's because there is a Vulcan who has the horny disease of the Vulcans, where every seven years oh, they right. have to go back to the homeworld and mate. It's the Ponfar. Ponfar? Yeah. Yes, it's the Ponfar. He uh, creates a psychic connection to B'Elanna, the best character in all of Star Trek, a half Klingon engineer, and it make, it gives her the horny disease. So now she is a Klingon with the horny disease, and she's trapped on this planet in these caves with this guy she has a crush on, and it's great. It's so good. Wait, and it kickstarts the them disease- having... Uh, it kickstarts them having like an actual real relationship and they get married and have a kid. It's like the first time that happens on Star Trek. And it's like, That's... good job, horny disease. You did a, a great thing. Like, thank you for your service. You know, there. <laughs> there is a wait. There, OK, go, Nikki, you go ahead. No, I, I just I this. just want to know if you get the hor- if, what happens if you don't fuck. Oh, you, you have die. to do ritual combat or uh, intensive meditation or you fuck a hologram or you die. Yeah, this now, is okay. Now, Nikki? okay. Sorry, I do have one more question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why doesn't everyone just fuck a hologram? You know, you would think that they would. Uh, and I think a lot of people do, frankly. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a good solution for a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in this counts. particular episode, yeah, in this particular episode, nobody wanted to do that. They they wanted to <laughs> fuck real people or fight. For plot, for plot reasons, you no know? one wanted to. And it was actually in the plot, too. Like, the doctor made a hot Vulcan for the, the dude who had the horny oh. disease. Like, made a hot Vulcan hologram uh, for him. Like, it, the- this is a real thing that happened in that oh. episode. And he was like, is, is he, he just was like, like well, I guess this is logical. He's just uh, like, I can't do this. Like, I'm uh, only I, only the flesh for only, me. Yeah, yeah he really he really One was a bit of a fle- snob. The new flesh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the new flesh. He was a Cronenberg snob, really, uh, on all levels. But also, yeah. Nick, Nikki, this this entire thing is literally the like genesis of slash fiction. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Right. that's where it comes from. Yeah, it's, it's from it's Kirk Kirk slash Spock is where oh. where this all, literally the first oh, place right. where this all is begins. That, like, is oh, that no. why William yeah. Shatner posted that picture this morning? I'm sorry. I mean, uh, mm, I mean, no. Oh, William Shatner Every posted a years. picture of himself of like himself as Kirk, so like young Shatner mm-hmm. as a girl, and it's upsetting how attractive. He is. Yeah, it's it's a very good it's look. like. It's it basically looks like actually I'm not sure if he did like a face app thing or whatever. It kind of yeah. just looks like he took like a younger Lindsay Lohan's face and just mm-hmm. pasted it on his face and then added like a ponytail. On that. <laughs> yeah, I have such a bounty of possible podcast episode art choices yeah. this week. Truly. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, that was like a there's hey. I know we're entering. OK, so I, I know the actual answer, which is that, yeah, we are entering like whatever uh, week 
892 of quarantine so like just people are learning a lot about themselves and what they like and whatnot and that's, <laughs> that's totally cool but i feel like there has been just a fucking eruption recently of just like people uh using face app and cross-dressing and just like you know just testing some stuff out this morning i saw like this whole like this entire south korean programming team and as part of an ad just cross-dressed as like schoolgirls, uh just all the dudes did and uh-huh. it was like it was like very convincing and also the like son <laughs> what was it the son of like argentina's president also does like crossplay uh and was like dressed as like uh bakugo from my hero academia but in a cheerleader outfit okay. oh kind of like a real 63 bakugo yeah I've are you, are you looking up real sixty three? No, I'm looking up um, the Argentinian <laughs> president's son. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. What a uh, hell we live uh, in. Watch Blood Fever season three of, of Blood, Blood Fever. Fever. It's great. It's really good. That's all I, I think got. It's Argentina. Maybe it wasn't Argentina. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Argentina is the one that John is from. Yeah, that's where John's from. Yes. John is from there. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. John. I mean, he John, lived there. He lived there for many oh, years. Right. I forgot about this. Yeah. yeah. He huh. speaks fluent Spanish. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> Wait, he, really? Yeah. 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 Huh. It's uh, that that part's fucked up because whenever he does it, it's like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Because you would kind of expect him to just sort of be like, uh, hello, I am speaking yeah. Spanish. Me llamo John. But no, he, it's, he's like fluent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, he, I know he like throws it in a lot, but I guess I didn't know he was fluent, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. just thought I, hmm, I'm a fool and a clown. I should pay more attention to the stuff that we put on this website where this is probably explained somewhere. We're all learning. I was going to say, we're all learning about ourselves and about John today, hmm. so it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about video games? Sure. Uh, it sounded like, Danielle, you had maybe not played really anything except for Animal Crossing. How's that? Uh, it's a great game that I oh, can't yeah. stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now making news. flower art. Uh, so I have multiple gardens to make beautiful hybrid colors. And so I have almost, I think I have all the different uh, various colors. Maybe there's like secret colors or some shit. But now I am making uh, an orange creamsicle ice cream cone out of uh, various uh, uh, like permutations of orange and white uh, flowers. And I'm also making a pink lemonade out of pink and uh, yellow flowers. That's my cool update. I hope you enjoyed it. I love it. <laughs> I love how Animal Crossing has like... As much math in it as like Warframe, like <laughs> probably yeah. I was looking at Warframe like wiki pages and like I don't really care this much about that this math in the game, but like if you scroll down on them and it's like oh how is damage calculated and it's like well if we take sigma to equal the <laughs> rate of damage which we'll call x pl- like times like whatever and it's just like which is the best gun what, yeah what gun is good <laughs> what gun is good yeah can you tell me now, what gun what is if, good now what if fanbite.com wrote a piece that said what gun is good warframe what gun right. is good warframe right um, would, would one of you, know, you be able to what, answer what that what gun is like... good warframe for five-year-old son wants to win at warframe <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I looked that up at some point for like a game that I was getting really upset at. I was like, what is the cheapest thing available in this game that will just let me be a real dick to everybody? Yeah. <laughs> just like, tell me who the best character is, and I'm just going to use them. Do you know what game it was? What game was it? I'm asking. Oh, I thought you said I do know what game it was. Oh, no. Uh, no, I mean, because whatever game it was, I've probably uninstalled it by now. Mm, so, okay. Gotcha. What was that game that I uninstalled in like a. F- oh, that was I mean, the gotcha game. Of Rage, oh. The gotcha, yeah. Yeah, that was the gotcha oh, game. Yeah, that was the. God, what was what was that one? What was the premise behind that one? It was like um, a boy game, right? It was like a boys have been cursed and they turned into animals. And then right. yes, by yes, hanging yes. out with them, you turn them back into people. But like, it's weird because like. There, it's not a furry game. Like they go yeah. from animal to like boy with cat ears or whatever. But then you get rid of those too, and it's like, why, why? would you want to do that? Yeah, you want to. You get, have like, a cat boy, and you exactly. have broken them. Right. Broken what, cat what boy. What else do you want? Broken cat boy was actually my code name in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I think mine was Tactical Queen. Actually, that's pretty big, good. That's awesome. Yeah octopus uh, logo. I don't remember what the name of my what the logo actually was. I think it was like something boys. Ooh. It was just like some dumb shit. Diamond God, what dogs. a good game. Yeah. They should my make game one. of the decade. They, they should Not everyone be, else's. They should, they, they should get the guy who made Metal Gear Solid 5 and ask simply ask him to make another one. No, yeah. I mean no, 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 no. What oh. they should do because like, like online is so big right now, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, like Rust. Yes. Yeah. Like those, like survival games. Everyone a hot loves new those. Property. So, what if they did like a Metal Gear like that, where it was like an open world, and you were and like zombies too, right? Because everyone loves zombies. Yeah. So they're in so many video games; they have to be popular. What if, like, instead of like sneaking around and like, like hearing like a story about geopolitics and just like some bullshit that yeah. you made up? Mm. What if you were poking a zombie with a stick for forty hours? Right. So now, if it's a zombie, if and then you die you, of hunger, right? Well, it is a survival game. Yeah, but it, but it, since it's a zombie, if it gets close to you, it's going to do, it's going to hurt you. So you would want to maybe like build some sort of structure, like yes. a chain link fence. To yes, poke exactly. The zombie Put through. up a fence, and then you can poke through the holes in the fence. Yeah. Now we're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Now that hey. now to me that sounds like a video game. Hey, before it didn't sound like the one. Remember that? Remember when they did that? Yeah. And like it wasn't a joke, and they were like, "This is the next Metal Gear Solid game." Yeah. And uh, then they're like, "Oh God, oh God, we fucked up. Guess we'll just make Pachinko from now on." And they did. <laughs> and Today they is did. the ten, ten year anniversary of the Konami twenty ten uh, one, where it was all fucking spreadsheets and shit. Wow. Of the E three presentation for Konami twenty ten. <laughs> yeah. Where it was just spreadsheets. That was the whole thing. Wow. I do remember that. You know? I don't, Konami, but that's kind of bold. I, I respect it. Konami E3 press conferences were always just completely batshit. They were just always that. And then also the, the way that E3 works is you, they grandfather in your space. So mm. Konami ha- used to have a really, really, really big area because they used to have a lot of games that they put out. And 
because they stopped making games, they didn't have anything to put on the show floor anymore, but they also didn't want to lose their grandfathered space. So for many years, the Konami booth would be completely empty, just a big giant red carpet that said Konami on it. It was like roped off and walled off, and it was just this big like no man's land that nobody was allowed to go into, but also didn't have anything there. It was just you you had to walk around it all the time because they didn't want to lose their spot. Wow. Hey, what a bad company. <laughs> like, some, what some a not fucking, great decisions, yeah. What just, like, mm-hmm. a fucking wild arc of a company. Like, from just, like, releasing some of the most beloved games of the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. And, like, Dance Dance Revolution. And, like, creating the rhythm game craze. Yeah. And, like, fucking Contra and Castlevania. To just solid, being honestly, like they kept yeah, going for a long to just time. being like one of the most hated, uh, worst, like game companies in the yeah. world. Literally, all anybody wants from Konami at this point is for them to sell off all of their properties so yeah. that like Sony can make them or whatever. So we yeah. can have more Silent Hill. Frankly. God, yeah. even even fucking THQ Nordic just buy buy. No, no. <laughs> no <laughs> Wait, listen, they still make games. Yeah. yeah, but like they'll be like overtly racist. Yeah, they, oh, that, right, is. that was them, huh? Ooh. Oh yeah, that was them. Good call. Whoops. Yeah. Shouts out to Mark. You know. Yeah. Oh, you gotta God. give credit oh, to my Mark. God. Oh no, That's, that feels like ten years ago. That was like oh. last year, right? That was. I'm not uh, saying, yeah. It was like two years ago or something. Was it two years? Okay. Was she might have thing when this happened? To Mark. Oh God! No. Shout out to Mark. This was in like. This was February 2019, so oh wait, I guess. It was last year. Wow, it was a year that and was and a last half year? Ago that feels like a decade ago. It, yeah, yeah, it might least. as well happen to a different person. Steven Strum did not experience that. Right. Um, yeah, no, that wasn't me technically because my cells have gone through a full <laughs> yeah, cycle. They, yeah. <laughs> so philosophically, it, I'm a different boat at this point, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. You've got a different broom handle. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that reference, but the, the, the other version of the ship of Theseus argument is that you have a broom and then you replace all the, the, br- the bristles uh, and then right. you replace the handle. Hey, Goemon. Yeah. You know, Goemon. Yeah, I, I do know Goemon. He's yeah. pretty cool. I'm actually my, um, the YouTuber whose stuff I watch is doing, uh, he did the SNES, the one that made it to the U.S. uh, Goemon and he's doing, uh, the first going on 64 game. Yeah. And I'm just remembering like, oh yeah, this is one of those games that was like, you know, not up to the platforming standards of like a Mario, but was doing so much weird shit that it was like really entertaining. Like there's a part in that yeah. game where a giant robot shows up, has a theme song with lyrics that are yeah. like sung. You fight a giant robot battle. And then he's like, well, I got to go back to America cause I'm shooting a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, this feels like something you would have played a bunch of. I played a ton of that. I think I rented it. It, This is like this game and Mischief Makers and a few other like N64 platformers of the era. I rented a couple of times at a at a blockbuster video uh, in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Um, Like hell yeah. 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 Yep. I know. I'm so old. But yeah, I loved I just love the vibe. And this is like way before I kind of knew anything about anything. Like I'm a teen at this point, but I just remember loving like, wow, this is a fun, wacky thing. That's also like a a fun platformer. 
I don't know why this and Mischief Makers are like in the same place in my head. I know they're not the same game they're or have like, the same mechanics. Kind of but, the like, same sort of humor. I feel yeah, like yeah, just like wacky, light, uh, very not Nintendo games, but have like a Nintendo ish or like off. Nintendo yeah. sort of quality Bit, to Nintendo made these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. They're fun, Konami, though. But Mega Games. Mega okay. Games. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if people would get that at all. Yeah. Either, since Mega we were race. talking about Konami. Because there was an era where if you made video games for a Nintendo platform, Nintendo was like, no, you can't make too many games. They have to, you have to make so yeah. many. <laughs> yeah. Um, because otherwise we'll have to bury them all in the desert. In the desert. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we can't have that happening. We, we already have one video game hole. The earth is too full of video games as it is. If we pack any more in, they'll start exploding out of the ground in geysers. They'll <laughs> coming up through toilets. Um, but the, but the workaround that a bunch of companies had to this problem for people who don't know was that they would just then make other video game companies with different mm-hmm. names, but it was still just like Konami. They just like put a different label on the box and they would just keep making more games. Or they would just like uh, reverse engineer the lockout chip and just like make their own cartridges or yeah. do that thing where they're like, oh, to play this game, please like plug it into the NES first and then plug in a real NES game. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so yes. That, that will bypass the lockout chip and then oh you can play our, our very bad game that we made. Hey, the original Metal Gear in North America was a Mega Games game, if I'm really? not mistaken. Really? And it was yeah. fucking terrible. And it was... The, well, the, the NES version is probably not <laughs> no, the no, version it's, you want to play. It's bad. Like, I don't know if you've tried to play it, but it's... No, it's really bad. It's, almost it's unplayable. Bad. I've beaten it, yeah. I've beaten wow. It. I, wow. I've beaten, I beat Metal Gear. I played it on... So I played the MSX and MSX2 oh, versions. Okay. Well, that's different. Yeah. Uh, oh. I beat them on... Because that's the version Those are that they also had the versions Stager. that I've, I've seen. Those are the good ones, yeah. Um, the NES one had, like, a butchered translation. Yeah. A bunch of things were just, like, didn't work and, like, were missing... Uh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I've also read the novelization of Metal Gear, the original Metal Gear. We have a, oh no, we have a, a piece on the novelization of Metal Gear Solid, actually, mm, on this okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was interesting. Uh, the Metal Gear novelization, I remember being very weird. It's, it's, it's still Snake, but he's fighting, uh, if I told this story on this podcast before, I might have. Was this one of those, like, Nintendo, like, Worlds of Power things? I think so. It's safe. I feel like it probably was. Um, I just remember it. uh, The things I remember about it is he's like fighting some kind of weird sort of like Central American dictator type character Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, a a clone. And there's a whole (laughs) part in that game where he is like rescuing POWs and one of them, each one that he rescues, like gives him a different tip about how to progress through the facility more. And there's a part where he has to go through a (laughs) vent and the vent gets super, super hot. It's like a defense mechanism. It's like we don't want people coming through this vent. So we'll just like superheat it so people can't get through because they'll die of the heat. And the man, the POW, W tells him like you have to eat food to raise your body temperature because if your body is already hot then the heat can't affect you and he eats an MRE and goes to the uh. vent and he's like wow I'm immune to heat now what? Okay. That's, that's mostly what I remember well, that to be fair, it starts in media res I remember to be it was fair, the first like, time I ever it was the that. 1990s so like science didn't we really didn't understand know. how yeah, we didn't know. food worked or how human bodies worked right. um, yeah. that's sort of why on a lot of those covers for the games, the people look so fucked up because that's like science was like, oh, yeah, this is what a guy looks like. Right. This is right. what a Mega Man looks like. 
in the <laughs> 90s we had just gotten color like the world was finally yeah. in color instead of in black and white and they were like mm. still wrestling with that so i feel like we've talked about worlds of power before but i do just want to point out that they did metal gear ninja gaiden castlevania 2 wizards and warriors bionic commando uh before shadow gate and oh, uh blaster master Okay, and then they did some of Then they did Mega Man Two, and then they did Bases Loaded Two. Okay, which is a baseball game. Yeah, it it sure was. What? What How do they? Is it like a a baseball one? I don't know. Baseball movies. They exist. You can tell stories regarding baseball. Bobby Kotick was in Moneyball. Oh, that's right, Don. This all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. It all comes full bases. Steven, did you win that Game Boy? Uh, I did not win that Game Boy. The original Game Boy that I had, I bought for $10 from my friend Ian, uh, even though I already had a Game Boy Color, because I didn't understand that the Game Boy Color could play existing games. And it put color in them, too. Well, kind of, For free. (laughs) The Game Boy free color. color, yeah. The Game Boy Color put free color in the games. Uh, Nikki I, is I referencing. Always... Is, is is referencing what? Sorry, the, you can win a Game Boy plus free trading card by uh, reading the World's oh. Power Metal Gear novelization. That's yeah. what yeah. I want to say. That's why he brought that up. Uh, I whenever when I was playing games on like a Game Boy Color as a kid, I was like, how does it know what colors to make? Things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. On games that weren't just for Game Boy Color or whatever, uh, I was like, how does it know how to do stuff? And then I was like, oh, I guess it's probably because they, it just like replaces the, the Game Boy's four shades of green. But yeah. like, it still did seem like magic. I, yeah. I want to say like Pokemon Red. Wait, wait, Pokemon Red and Blue were re- original Game Boy games, right? They weren't Game Boy yes. Colors. Correct. Okay. Correct. Because their I say- palettes were red and or blue, depending yes. on which one you played exactly so like there had to have been some kind of like backwards work like some backwards compatibility type stuff going on in there where they thought of that stuff through ahead of yeah. time right yeah i tried so the f- story of how i got my first game boy advance was that my mom and my parents like didn't really understand video games on account of the fact that they were adults with real jobs mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so when I asked for a Game Boy Advance that meant nothing to them. Mm-hmm. And they they knew they knew a couple of things about me. They knew that I liked video games and that I liked Yu-Gi-Oh. So mm-hmm. they got me whatever Yu-Gi-Oh Game Boy Advance game came out with the Game Boy Advance. And on Christmas I was fucking hyped cuz I opened that like one of the first things I opened and was like, "Hell yeah." A Game Boy Advance game? That means one of the presents under this Christmas tree from Santa Claus Uh is a Game Boy Advance. Uh Uh-oh. I see where Um, this is going. And then I proceeded to open the rest of the presents, and there was no Game Boy Advance. Um, So I did just, in tears, spend ah, 35 minutes trying to figure out if I could put the Game Boy Advance cartridge into the Game Boy Color that I had. Oh, no. And then approximately two weeks later, I was given a Game Boy Advance because I was just so inconsolable. Wow. Two weeks is so, like, boy, I mean, That's a long time as a kid to have a video game and not be able to play it. Yeah. That's, like, a long-ass part of, a proportion of your life up to that point. Yeah. 
if if I'm a parent, if I if I had been your parent at the time, I would have been so oh, so just fucking distraught at how badly I had fucked up that uh-huh. I would have driven out on Christmas Eve <laughs> to a GameStop <laughs> and gotten you a Game Boy Advance right then Thanks, and there. I mean, listen, a Game Boy Advance in uh you know whenever that year was that was like what like two hundred bucks? Yeah, that's a hot commodity. It was yeah. not an inconsiderable amount of money. Yeah, that's almost yeah. a wee. That's almost, a, almost Wii. a Wii. That is almost a Wii. Danielle, did you ever play a lot of like handheld games? Oh, a ton. Yeah, I had an original Game Boy uh, because I'm 100 years old. Uh, but I also I played a lot of Game Boy Advance and a fucking fuckload of DS. Like uh, when mm. I was in grad school, I played either Meteos. Remember Meteos? Yeah. I do remember Meteos. They should make another one of those. So good. Oh they my god, it was Disney so one. good. I played a uh-huh. lot of that. I played a lot of Puzzle Quest. Yeah, uh, and Puzzle the Quest original rules. Clubhouse games. Like, those three games oh, I nice. played. I just bought the new one. one. of them. Oh, is it good? The one on Switch? I haven't, I haven't played it yet. Oh, shit. Okay. I, because I was looking at it and was like, oh, they went for this, like, cool aesthetic where they, like, sort of tried to make it look real, but, like, also yeah. just did a lot of tilt shifting, like the Zelda game, like Link's totally. Awakening. I was like, yeah, fuck me up. Let's do it. Also, because I was looking at some of the games and they're just like, oh, yeah, card game, chess, uh, rock'em, sock'em, robots. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? All the classics. What? Know? Yeah, I will take that. Thank you. Yeah, yes. here's Backgammon and Stretch Armstrong, two peers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's honestly uh, great, though. I, I sort of love that shit. That's like bedtime gaming for me. It, it, things oh, like yeah. that are very, very chill, very, like, nice. It, I sort wow. of learned how to play solitaire because of Clubhouse just like I just nice never game. played it before. Yeah, it's just... just like a, can we just have a nice game for once? Just, just like nice not, not like a nasty gross them up, but like just like a nice game. A, one for kids. One that the kids, we can take our kids to. Yeah. Like an E for everyone kind of game. Like no, a K no, to, no. K not to a, a K to A, yes, thank you. A, not even yeah. an E for, I want a K to A video game. Yeah. For a split second there, when you said E for everyone, I forgot that was an ESRB rating and did think that you were referring to E for all, the public open, like, E3 <laughs> alternative that was uh, in existence from the... Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Speaking of E3, remember PAX? Yeah. Remember how as of last week, the folks, whoever whoever makes PAX said that uh, E3, or not E3, that PAX West was still happening? Well, they canceled PAX West. Oh, Um, Yeah, they canceled canceled it. Um, And now they've introduced a thing called PAX Online. And it's PAX, but it's online. Now, how does and that now, work? I just kind of, and they're going to have all the fun stuff that you kind of know and love about PAX. So there's like a bunch of beanbags and I can go and play Pokemon? Correct. Right? And now how long do you think PAX Online is going to be? I two happen weeks. to know this, so I won't spoil it. Oh, God damn it. So, so 14 like six days. six hours or two weeks. So 14 <laughs> days merit, uh, Steven. Uh, mm, I'll go the other way. Then uh, I'll say like seven, no, eight hours. Eight hours. The correct answer is nine human days. Yeah. So nine uh, straight, 24 hours of content for uh, nine straight uh, days uh, from September 12th uh, to September no, 20th. No, I don't. Well, hey, uh, guess uh, guess what week I'm about to put in for time off. 
Oh, good. Oh, on an wow. unrelated note, I unrelated. am off that week. Yeah, have fun on vacation, Mary. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. God, that sucks because not only is that like more work, but we don't even get to go somewhere. We don't and, even like, get to go somewhere. can suck, but like I like going to Seattle and September is a wonderful time to be mm. in Seattle. It's yeah. beautiful yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, I'm just going to be in fucking New York. Yeah. 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 That is like, that is the thing I liked about going to PAX this year is like PAX is kind of whatever. Like it's a great place to like run up and meet people that you don't necessarily get to see all the time for people who aren't necessarily even in this business. But for us, mm-hmm. it is, it is like straight up that that was like what I loved and God, I boy, mm, mm. I miss yeah, it's, that. It's the point. It's the point of, of like every time I've tried to weasel my way out of going to an event, uh, you know, being like, I've, I'd be better on the home team. I've always felt serious FOMO. Yeah. But this is like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. It's just all the work, but none of the really nice feeling of like, oh, my friends that I haven't seen in years or at least months or oh, my team that we can actually spend time together and like have a joke and have a laugh and all the, the things that we do. You know, it's just like, oh, OK, we'll do all the trailers. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully we got a panel, so we'll see you there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> forgot about that. By the way, I the, the thing that I posted in, in Discord just now is I forgot. Yeah, what to, is this? I I we talked about like Game Boy Advance there for like twenty minutes, and I completely forgot that I just like a week ago paid someone like two hundred dollars to make me a custom uh, modified Game Boy Advance. What you right. own this? You, you own, own the thing this that I'm looking yours? at? Wow! This, this is on its way to my location. As Wait, does it have a backlight too? It's like an OLED screen. It's like a what? custom, entirely oh custom God. screen. Holy shit! Well, are you um, getting the Garfield game with it? It's co- so, uh, you know, Nintendo, please don't come after me. But uh, that cartridge in the back oh, of it there is, it, is it yeah. all games? It's, it's, it's every it, game. Yeah, it's like the Sega six pack that came with Streets of Rage and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's right. kind of like that. And Columns and Columns 2. And Columns and Columns 2. And Golden Axe and Golden Axe 2. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit like that. That's it's got like a fucking rules. I, um, I actually got on the waiting list to get one of those. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the guy who makes Game Boys out of old DSs. Ooh. Oh, yeah. where they just like cut the top off. They just cut the top. Yeah, off. Uh-huh. that's very good. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess he had like a huge spike in interest, and I think is like it's very slow going right now, and I don't think he has uh, plans to. I don't know. They're called Game Boy Macros and don't mm. order them from him because I am, because <laughs> I want to get one. Um, they look, that, the thing now is they this look, is good advertising. Now this is good advertising. No, they look, uh, they look pretty sick. They look kind of like a bigger Game Boy Micro. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Uh, yeah. God, the Game Boy Micro. Mm. That I, you know, it came out at a time in my life where I couldn't make frivolous purchases. Like, yeah, Oh, what if I like I had a DS and I was like, what if I bought a Game Boy Advance that was really small? Yeah, uh, but God, I would love one. I don't know. So, do those things have what this one that I'm showing you guys has, which is USB C charging? Uh probably the fuck not. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the one other thing I did want to say while I'm bragging about this orange, and, this Nickelodeon color Let, that Game Boy Advance get, I'm getting. Give me this person's like deets. I can give you their deets. Like they're they're an old friend of mine. So I mean. Uh, Here's the thing, like, 
I feel like I've owned a bunch of Game Boys and DSs. Like, I've owned a regular DS, a light. I was one of the five people who owned a DSi. Hell yeah! Oh, nice! Yeah, what color was yours, Merritt? The DSi? Yeah. Uh, it was just black. Uh, I had the cyan one. I was the coolest See, kid on the my bus. My DS Lite was navy, and that was maybe one of the best looking game yeah, console thing, I've that, ever owned. Yeah. The fucking, that thing fucked. And I imported <laughs> that from Japan. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Excellent. Yeah, I paid a ludicrous price to uh, to yeah. get that. There were the J- Japan had so many good DS Lite colors. There was oh also God, like a, like a neon orange one that ruled the. And then they only the only blue DS that they released. Well, they released like the launch nitro blue one, but the yeah. only blue DS DS light that they released in America like was a two tone, like it was blue on top, and then they just yeah. like for, they mm-hmm. ran and out of ink. Yeah, it was whatever, black. and it was black on the bottom. Got my also the light was like one of the last handhelds. I want to say, well, no, the the DS, the 3DS, and other things did this, but the light didn't have that like. Um, that matte plastic finish it had like a, a smooth yeah it was gloss and so like it didn't mm. get yeah. fucked up from yeah. playing it which was like really nice i love that uh i had a glossy my game boy color was a glossy turquoise and Ooh. that oh, is still I, think, I also think i had that one i had the purple oh, really? see-through oh, yeah nice. i have the purple okay. see-through that was yeah. the uh the, the original gba i had was like the ice blue see-through which also that thing fucked like that was <clears throat> That was so beautiful, except you couldn't see shit because it didn't have a backlight. Yeah. See, everybody's out there talking about how PlayStation 5 looks ridiculous or whatever, but there was an era where you could just get a console that you could see through, and it was also the color of Nickelodeon Gek. And we all loved it, and we wish for those days. My tech to be weirder again. My original Xbox was clear. (laughs) Yes, that was. It, It wasn't like colored or anything. It was just like just clear plastic. Um, Clear plastic original and it, Xbox, it, and it was like fucking huge because that thing was like as big as a VCR. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it, god! It I, looked, I just pulled up an image of this. Holy shit, man! Yeah, it looked so fucking sick. I mean, it it should have. I sold my Dreamcast and my GameCube to get that thing. Damn. Oh, yeah. You really do love Master Chief. I fucking loved Master Chief so much. Yeah. Um, did you do you remember any of your favorite colors from a lot of that stuff? Oh god. I really love, I didn't have this, but I knew people who had the, like, the clear green candy colored N64. Yeah. Mm. That was the the Donkey Kong one, right? Yes, the Donkey Kong Kong one. It was, oh, it just looked like candy. It looked delicious. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki, you just posted that was my Game Boy. That yeah, was that's Game Boy the one I had, too. Oh, um, so good. The, I had just the regular purple Game Boy Advance, presumably, <laughs> again, because it was the only one left at the Toys R Us two weeks after Christmas. Hey. Um, <laughs> no, but sure. then I did have I didn't remember the Orange Spice GameCube. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that. <laughs> I had uh, I had Orange Spice controllers, but oh, like was never okay. able to find the GameCube itself. My GameCube was a Pokemon XD branded <laughs> Nintendo GameCube, Holy and it had shit. Lugia on the top. That's pretty good. Lugia, classic Pokemon design. Honestly, I like a cla- tasteful, a tasteful the, Pokemon. The wing had uh, the wing's fingers, if you can believe it. Yep. Mm. Um. Yeah. Incredible. So. Yeah, that's all I got. 
Uh, we should actually talk about a video game that we played in the last like no, 15 years. No, let's just reminisce about other stuff <laughs> yeah, that, no. is, that no. younger fun. people don't understand and we sound really old. Millennials well. are always talking about how much they love their original Xbox. <laughs> Millennials are always talking about the Red Ring of Death. Mm, yeah, no one talks about the Red Ring of Death anymore. Right? I know, I, I think hope, it's important. We should talk about it. I sincerely do hope that there is something catastrophically wrong with one of these consoles. <laughs> just, I don't, I don't, I kind of don't really know what, but I just want something to be cata- catastrophically wrong um, with the consoles so that we can, we get to kind of experience that wave of the dip. Can you imagine Twitter 2021 and the PlayStation 5, like it melts itself? Like that's what it turns out. Oh god. my god! Oh yeah, because like, oh motherfuck! Remember, it wasn't even just the Red Ring of Death with the Xbox 360. I bought like one of those Nyko cooler things to try and combat the Red Ring of Death mm-hmm. because it was like a melting thing. It was like mm. it melted the soldering inside of the Xbox, and that's what caused the Red Ring of Death. So I was like, I'm smart. I'm gonna buy a Nyko like bolt-on fan that sticks on the back of this thing, so it's going to be stay like liquid cool this entire time. It'll be cold while you play Halo Two Three. Ex- exactly. Um, <clears throat> the ice levels are just going to be so immersive <laughs> except those fucking nyko things were also fucking broken and melted the backs of your xboxes and uh, you're like hell oh, yeah we're, we're so sorry we'll, we'll do a we'll do a recall on this do you know how many xbox 360s i went through because they like you know extended that warranty for like three years yeah during, mm-hmm. during that warranty window do you know how many xbox 360s i went through did you have five xbox 360s uh, higher what? Eight? <laughs> Danielle got it. It's eight. eight. I went through eight, eight Xbox 360s over the course of the Xbox 360 lifespan. Microsoft, Microsoft should just set you an Xbox One as penance. <laughs> like, I agree. We're really hand sorry. delivered the first. Fuck. Oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah. You should tell Phil Spencer. He'll probably send you like a controller or something. <laughs> yeah, can I get a pumpkin spice controller, Phil, <laughs> in recompense? Oh, uh, but no, the Xbox One I ended up getting when it went on sale for like a hundred bucks off. I was working in the college newspaper at NDSU at the time and was on my office hours, and I was just like, and they were like, "We're we're doing a hundred dollars off on these for the next like forty eight hours." So I like left work and school, skipped work and school to drive to Best Buy to go get one, yeah. and brought it to the uh, NDSU. Spectrum newspaper office and just had it sitting on my desk and I was like, Hell why, yeah. do you, why do you have a 700 pound piece of $500 electronics on your desk? Um, uh. I'm looking at um, uh, sorry I got very distracted whenever someone says the name of a college I immediately go to their website to kind of just get a look mm. um, <laughs> and now I'm just kind of like thinking about Steven on, uh, down, going up and down these yeah and down the sacred halls of North Dakota State University. How yeah. was it? How was it there? Was it a, a good Was college? it fun? Uh, I worked three jobs all throughout college. Sure, <laughs> sure. So I don't I remember. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't remember a ton of the actual college part. I remember one year, um, one of the buildings collapsed. Um, oh, no! And I remember just walking down the street and like looking to my right and I forget what what hall it was. One of them had just like literally sunken into a sinkhole. Um, oh my God. <laughs> that's wow, that whips. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, 
Yeah, that was that was very funny to me. It was like already a building that they were. They were I think they were rebuilding the building next door. They were renovating the building next door, and I, there's probably an article I could find about this. And I think like the From vibrations like, weakened the foundation of the building next door, and like it's just like it's it's Amazing. funny because the outer edges of the building were fine. It was just the middle, so it's like the whole thing like dunk dunked in like a V shape. <laughs> Uh, and thankfully nobody was hurt or, or killed or anything like that. It happened like in the middle of the night and nobody was around. Uh, other than that, I remember, um, I remember buying a lot of roast beef sandwiches, making okay. in, in the cafeteria mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I could go into the cafeteria area. I had one of those meal plans where like, Hey, you can do this like seven times this week or whatever. Swipe uh, it. So, yeah, so I would go in and swipe it, and I would go into the toaster area, make a bunch of grilled cheese sandwiches, or not grilled cheese sandwiches, roast beef sandwiches that I toasted, and then wrap them up in paper towels and take them back oh with God. me to my dorm God. Um, to that, eat throughout the week. The first the first time I stepped onto UCLA's campus, I set off a fire alarm and forced everybody to leave the <laughs> dining hall. <laughs> it was, okay, so I went to camp there are these camps called like ID tech camp and it's like they have these camps around the country and uh, you like go to them to learn technology quote unquote so it's like they've got robots and they've got video games so I did a game design one where I made like the worst racing game anybody's ever made (laughs) Um, and like the soundtrack was the Jonas Brothers it was a whole thing and I desperately wish I had that CD ROM but I don't know where it is Anyway, on the like the first lunch on the first day, like they had lunch at the dining halls. They just gave us UCLA IDs and like we were allowed to swipe in to get food. Um, And then I was like, I want a bagel. So I put a cinnamon raisin bagel into the bagel machine or into the rotate. Like it's like one of those conveyor belt toaster ovens. (laughs) Yeah. And then I cranked that number because I didn't know what it did. And I was like, I want like nine. And then, uh, and then it got <laughs> stuck inside, and then burst into flames, and then it started smoking, and then the fire alarm went off. So they had to clear out the whole dining hall. Oh my god! So- yeah. As soon as it caught fire, I walked away though. So uh, no one, so no, no one knew it was me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found a picture, by the way. Sorry, so I didn't mean to like detract from your story, Nikki. But I did no, find please. a picture. I found a picture of Menard Hall falling into the, oh, fuck into yeah. the earth. Show me. Where did it go? I, I just saved it on my on my desktop. Did Show I me this on the desktop institution being consumed by the ground. <laughs> Back to the earth. Which it's funny too, because like I want to say it was the it, oh right, I, I switched the hey, uh, sorry, Nikki. This yeah, what's you. up? This Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. First of all, yeah, whenever sucks. I see that that yeah. name of that game, I'm yeah. always just like Pokemon <laughs> Gale of Darkness. <laughs> um, I can't not see that. And also, it looks like someone just glued a pog over yes, the over the game that said yeah. Nintendo GameCube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just That's like cut look, out honestly. a circle on Bristol, like on Bristol board, and just like pasted it there. Um, and like this is it looks like a carrying case for for the game because of yeah, the handle and stuff. I didn't it's like, say it was cool. I just said that's <laughs> no, the one that's I true. had. Yeah. Um, wow. That building wow. sure is that collapsing. That building did get eaten. It's it now, really looks like it just like I don't know. Like somebody like punched it in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. 
that also, <laughs> Nikki. How did, how did it, okay, I understand <laughs> implicitly that it's kind of falling into the hole. I get that part. But how did the front of the building fall off? Yeah. I, I guess, like, when it went into the hole, like, it probably just sheared off the front chunk of it, too, didn't or it? Or is that like, what they want you to think? Mmm. a kaiju battle did the, that the government Yeah, did the building up? get hit, mm. and they were like, okay, they, fen- they sent in the fixers, and then they <laughs> dug a hole under the building. Yeah, they were like, no, it was just a hole that happened. <laughs> we didn't do this. It was a this. normal hole It was happened. just a normal hole. Sometimes buildings just fall, up, <laughs> fall down. Yeah, uh-huh. Sometimes yeah, they normal. catch on fire, and the fire somehow burns through steel beams and makes them yeah. fall down. <laughs> and it makes them fall down. And they just fall, and that's just how it works. Please I don't ask ne- questions. I never I never spent much time in this building. It was the Eng- like it was the old English building. Like it was where I would have been spending more it was time. The, ex- it was the old English building where you go to drink a 40. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um and but uh the problem was that uh, I started college as a computer science major, so I was at this at this year I was doing the computer science thing still before I realized I fucking suck at this uh, and stopped and uh, moved on. Uh, the other now the was English there building. also a cult forty five building because I feel like <laughs> <laughs> did Billy D Williams teach at your school? Yeah, I, is I, this I, anything? Yes, he, Yes, he did, and also I I stood uh, I stayed in uh, Buckfast Hall was my dorm actually. Oh wow, um, great, great, you know. yeah. Uh, so those are all the malt liquors that we can name. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, let's move on from there. Wait, let's talk oh, about a video game. Okay. Well, Nikki, well, finish what we were going to no, say. No, my my thing was going to be an, an entirely other topic. I was going to ask what your favorite college class that you dropped was. Mm, oh. fuck, that's a good prompt, Nikki. Um, Because I took a computer science class my senior year for two weeks. And then at the end of the fourth class, I realized that I actually didn't need it. Like I was under the impression that I needed it for credit. And then Mm. I like I sat down after the class and was like, I really can't do this. Like, I do I need this? And I realized I didn't. And the email that I sent was just so Kurt, it was like, I'm dropping out of this class. I don't need it, period. And then I never went in again. And it felt so good. So, so when you say your favorite class, you mean the class that I was most happy to drop, yes, not yes, the yes, class yes, that yes, I yes, enjoyed yes. most. Oh, oh no, okay, no, 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 no. Okay. Your favorite, the one that you enjoyed dropping the most. Oh, then it was it was Calculus 2. Yeah. <laughs> mm, uh, the sequel was, to Calculus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Calculus, whatever the fuck it was. Whatever Calculus, Calculus 3 maybe even, it was like a requirement for, it was the thing that got me off of right. doing computer science because I was like, I can do the computer science part. I'm making games and stuff over here. Like I made a dumb card game. It's fine. But then like also they were like, also you need f- to complete your major. You need to complete um, like Calculus 3 and 4. And I was like on Calculus 2 and had failed it for like the third time. It was like my third semester I think um, trying that shit and I was just like this is nothing I can't I'm sorry I was like talking to the it was, she was a nice uh, woman from I believe India um, who was like my professor who tried really really fucking hard to teach me this stuff and I was just like remember being in her uh, office and telling her it's like no I'm sorry I'm done I, uh, I've i tried three times now we're gone math is overrated story, sorry. Ma- math is overrated and no one's kind of ever learned anything from higher levels of math hmm Now, I've been reading about math and, like, watching math videos on YouTube, which makes me sound like a serial killer, but... Yeah, 100%. um, Math is pretty cool, actually. Here's the thing. Math is cool because it's just, like, um, 
hey, do you know that there's such a thing as countable infinity and uncountable infinity? Yeah. Uh, do you know that there's an opposite of infinity, which is the number that's closest to zero without being zero? Yes. Mm. Um, like, there's all this shit that's just like, what the fuck? Math is, like, fucking cool as hell, but, like, but, like when, when we were taught it, it was just like, it was yeah, here's how, if you have ten nickels and you have to add this, <laughs> and it's just like, wow, way to make this just, way to make the fundamental principles on which the universe itself runs completely boring yeah Yeah. math math should be taught the way uh, a math for english majors class is taught uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at college level but like through for high school does that make sense yes i don't know if i explained that if that came out correctly making it accessible and interesting yeah (laughs) the breadth with which you go into shit in like your in the math class that's built to for people who don't like math Mm-hmm. is like the actual correct way to teach math. Uh, but well, we'll the, never get it. Well, the, the, I was yeah. going to say, I think actually this might be the, how things work now, because I feel like, you know, living with a, a professional teacher, like I feel like math and the way math is taught is completely different now than it was when we were kids because they just realized, oh, we were bad at this. Like the, yeah. the way we taught mm. math was, was wrong and and shitty so we should do it good now we would yeah. simply do it good for once what if that we taught math good that mm-hmm. happened to my sister they went from not common core to common core uh year over year so she yeah. had to relearn how to do math that she had learned the year prior cool. in like the yeah. second cool. grade the but last generation yeah does she now like not hate math if she's no, she not fucking like, hates a math, math kid? because they broke the way she was learning math oh. in the middle of her learning it Gotcha, 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 gotcha. They caught that her right sucks. as her brain yep. stopped being plastic. Yeah. Hmm. I really, like, I'm actually very, very upset by how bad I was at math because I really wanted to go into, like, hard sciences. Like, I mm. super, super, super wanted to do a lot of, like, very science-y bullshit uh, mm. when I was younger. Even, even like way longer than I think I probably should have. Like, I took a ton of bio and neuro in college just because I liked it. Uh, but it also was, like, the not math kind of science. Like, I just stayed the fuck away because I almost failed completely out of high school. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. Like, I, fa- I failed multiple classes uh, in high school, basically. Uh, not having a math brain, but also I genuinely think it's not even math brain. I think it really does have to do with the way I was taught and the way that people, like... I don't know. It just wasn't good, right? I don't think uh, Catholic school is great for me in any regard, but it it wasn't super great in in that regard either. But yeah, also, I like, like actually yeah. I'm mad because I'm like, man, maybe I could have actually been a doctor. <laughs> but like, <laughs> schools are fucking Fuck. bad in the, in the United States of America. Like they're underfunded. Yeah. Like this is not like some big revelation. I know, but it's just like their public schools are underfunded, like like crazy, and like everything is in a bad situation and in a bad way. Like schools should be better. Is like schools probably yeah. failed you, not the other way around. I mean, where I, I went to school, my private Catholic school was less well-funded than the public schools. Oh, Jesus. It it Mm. was just, like, our textbooks were from, like, 1972. That was, like, the newest one kind of thing. And, like, we we didn't have a gym or a cafeteria or anything. We used, like, the church's, like, rec hall for everything in in that regard. Like, it was just very, like, all right, well, I guess this is a private school experience, but it's not even, like, that. But there was a Mm. lot of Jesus, so, you know. So you got the important stuff. Yeah, at least he was with you. I mean, 
yeah, complicated, complicated feelings about uh, some of the religious teaching was probably pretty terrible for me, but some of it maybe wasn't as terrible. But also, but also just the way a lot of those teachers, it's it's nuns, right? It's mostly nuns Mm. uh, who are your teachers and not all of them are terribly math oriented either. I I mean, on the other side, I, I sure did get good, like grammar training for oh, English. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, hey, that was you, good, you know? You do use that. <laughs> but I just don't feel like I had a teacher who knew what the fuck they were talking about until high school, in, in terms of anything science or math or anything. And, like, at that point, I'm 14 and already kind of on a path, you know? Did, did they ever say something like, and where there was only one set of footsteps, that's where Jesus carried you? <laughs> now- See, that was the problem! One and two was already an issue for me, you know? Counting. Already an issue. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, because what if they did that? But then they were like, now, if there's two sets of footprints (laughs) each other from east and west at the same time and with a distance of five inches separating each step. Now that's making math relevant to me. Mm -hmm. You know? Exactly. You know? To my life. I don't want math to be relevant to my life. I want it to just be like completely fucking cool. Like insane. Just like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just Uh, like just the wildest. There's like a. If you just like look up problems in math, it's like there's something called like the sofa problem. That's like, what's the largest shape that you could push down a hall and move around a corner like a yes. sofa? Yes. And what hmm. what what shape is it? And like, how do you calculate it? And it's like, that oh, this is what mathematicians do. Oh, cool. OK, that's great. I don't want to make it relevant to my life. <laughs> like, I want it to just be like beautiful and just like about just finding weird like patterns and and things like that you know yeah i mean everything is math right like math is nature and nature is math yeah pure math i want to understand chemistry so i need to understand math to do that yeah that part's fun and i don't the second i realized (laughs) that my chem class was just a second math class i was like oh actually you know what (laughs) actually that sucks this sucks yeah I almost, when you asked what the like my favorite class to drop was, my first answer was going to be chemistry, and then I remembered calculus too. Yeah, sure. See, I never got that far. I feel like I dropped math as soon as I could, mm. and then I don't think I took any hard science classes in my senior year. I was also like not doing so hot in school by my sure. senior year. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, which sucks because like for a while I was like, oh, science is cool. And like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, even, even in uh, my first year of college, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be like a physical anthropologist because Ooh. or like a psychologist. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but then at the time I was like, wow, so it's just brain stuff, huh? Yeah. And now, <laughs> I don't know. Now I find brain stuff really fascinating. But at the time I was like, this sucks. It's yeah. like nothing to do with people. It's just like numbers and shit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's presented yeah. badly. It is. Uh, you know what you can teaching apply is science hard. to? Teaching is teaching hard. Teaching is also hard. Teaching as is a, very hard. Yeah. As, as a someone teacher. who's done it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. You still teach, right, Daniel? I do. I've been teaching for 11 years. That's Jesus fucked up. Jesus Christ. 11 years. That's I've been teaching up. since just before I finished grad school. I was like ABD with my <laughs> master's, basically. Daniel, here's a, this is a question. I don't know why it never occurred to me until just now to just ask you this now that we've been working together. But yeah. for 
a number of years when I listened to you on podcasts and worked for you as like a baby freelancer, I did, I did question to myself, Jesus Christ, how does Danielle like do EMT work and work a job as like a, like a full-time job as an editor and also teach classes and also learn how to fight people and kill them with their bare hands? Like, where the fuck do you find this time? I don't know. This has always been me. That's the thing I just answer people with. Like when I was in college, I took like six or seven classes a semester and had a job and played three sports. And it's just my brain. I, I get very depressed if I get bored, like extremely, like catastrophically depressed if I get bored. So I have all these different things that scratch different itches for me. And also because I'll get depressed if I don't do them, uh, I have to do them. So really, uh, this is all about mental illness and not necessarily <laughs> like having good habits or anything like that or any nice answers that that are probably helpful. But it genuinely works for me. So I that's just how I live my life. I get bored easily and I and I like to do different kinds of things that have nothing to do with each other. And I also enjoy genuinely when they do have like overlap. It doesn't happen often, but uh, hey, sometimes I have to. Uh, use um, wrestling on uh, violent patients who are trying to hurt me. So and sometimes you have to resuscitate one of us. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I need to go back to PAX in person like and not time online. That, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> Earthbound isn't on the Nintendo Switch online. Yeah. So, like, there is going to be a day when I go to try and play it and can't. And so I just <laughs> do smoke a lot of PCP. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. I am going to do that thing that we were told in school that happens when you smoke PCP, which is that you think you can fly and try and jump out a window. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yep. And yep. Uh, I'm going to need I'm going to need resuscitation. I'm yeah. going to need bandaging. So, yeah, you know, skills. They're useful be- cross discipline all, all the time. This is one more reason why everybody should move to Fargo because um, there's no buildings. There are no buildings. A, there are no buildings. It's very no buildings. Um, we all a live tent in a city. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. The the second thing is that uh, I need an EMT because I did get like way into drugs over the weekend, so I do need oh, yeah? you here to help me with that. Okay. Uh, so at my level of training, most of what I can do is bring you back if you have a real bad trip uh, hey, or or start dying. <laughs> uh, I have a DNR tattoo, so. Please. Mm. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that means I can't do much at all. Uh, I'm curious about that. Yeah. Is that enough? Is like having a tattoo that says DNR, is that legally? Are you not supposed to? No. They have to produce the legal document. Oh, wow. Having the tattoo (laughs) is a great idea because that means I will like hesitate as opposed to going into like the full training of like uh-huh. just just start just so start those compressions they will live but they will have brain damage yeah. oh no so, oh, so they, they, they will live and well, be sort of like I gotta tell you about a, a, a depressing statistic about how many people actually come back oh, from no. CPR oh no oh <laughs> no wait not, it's not is, a huge number is CPR not work no no it works however okay Oh, once, no. <laughs> once you're out, once you need CPR, you have about four minutes until brain damage starts. So um. if somebody starts CPR, somebody knows CPR in your house with you, sees the arrest and does it, you might actually be okay. If it waits until, you know, EMS is called, uh. EMS is dispatched, if we're not right there, yeah, it's not yeah. super now, great. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Hmm. Oh, now. Yeah. Okay. No, I was going to ask a really dumb question, and then I kind of thought oh, through please. it. 
Please, now, go I was, for I it. I was going to ask why the brain gets damaged, but I guess it's because the blood stops, right? <laughs> yeah, that's and what's it. Yeah. The, and you what don't the, have blood going and there. And what the CPR does is push the blood back in. Exactly. Now I am going to ask. It keeps circulating it. Okay, yeah. now I have a very dumb question. Now, what if, <laughs> what if you were to flip the person upside down? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> because then the blood would go to the head, right? Uh, not the way it needs to. <laughs> uh, okay. I just took my headphones off and now, walked away. I do, I, have, I do have a real question, which yeah. is, is it, is, okay, if a person has DNR tattooed on their body, is the <laughs> expectation then that they also have to, in their pocket, carry a thing that's like, do not resuscitate? Or are you supposed to like ask the person, hey, bud, hey, bud, hey, bud, hey, bud? So they're already kind of dead if they uh, need it. If, if you need CPR... You're it's dead. too late, you're, so you you're can't clinically respond. dead. Doesn't mean you're brain dead, but it does mean your heart has stopped. Uh, you can't do CPR on a person with a pulse. Even if your pulse is like starting to get pretty bad, y- you can't start CPR until that pulse is gone. So the idea is usually if people have a DNR, they have like a caretaker. These are people who are mm. like not, they don't have that long to live typically. Like if you I have see. a DNR, it's usually a very, very elderly person or like somebody who's extremely sick. Uh, so you usually can't live on your own. Like if you're if you're kind of that bad. Now, obviously, this isn't like 100 percent, but it's usually the way it works is like mm. you, you've already got like a caretaker so like who n- should not have really that. not very like fun or like light. No. Yeah. Or like so it's funny. Sucks. Just bad. Yeah. Just, Just like bad. rough. Mm. It's not yeah. great. I have well, the one it? person I, I did CPR not. on. I think ha- being able to decide when you're going to go out is important. It's a. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I fully you know agree. What? If the, when the big one hits, I'm going to ride it to the end, baby. You know, uh, via con Dios, that kind of that kind of idea. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I, I, I like I have been a part of the team that did bring somebody back with CPR, before, oh, yeah. which was a cool hey. feeling. Wow. That was a cool feeling. And the only way you know, this is the thing that sucks about being an EMT, is that you don't actually know what happens to most of your patients. Like, you bring them into the ER, and then it's like, okay, the only way I knew is because he was awake, like, later in the ER. Like, he was still there. He was still breathing on his own. Oh, like, you went to go do another thing, and then when you came back, that's wild. I saw him again. Like, he was in, he was still in the ER. Like, again, I don't know how, you know, I don't know what his life is like later on or anything like that, but I, I knew he he survived the CPR and was breathing on his own. Yeah. I was going to say something that I meant as a joke. And then uh, as I was about to formulate the words, realized it's actually just a good idea, which is that like, we should all just simply learn CPR. It's it's great. And it's so, so simple. It's actually so simple to learn it. We teach children all the time, (laughs) like in the park. Like I do a lot of like, if I'm not on my ambulance doing like, uh, you know, actual calls, a lot of times we'll go to like community events and teach like anybody who wants to learn. Adults can learn, too. But a lot of times kids want to learn because then they get to take a picture with the uh, with the mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> like the creepy mannequin or they oh like to put God. on the bunker gear. Like we'll let them put on the little helmet so they think they're a firefighter. And we're like, your teeth are cool, too, buddy. <laughs> D- Danielle, if I was with you, if mm-hmm. it, let's say that yeah. we were allowed to go to Seattle right now yep. Um, yep. and could do that. Would you be legally allowed to teach me how to do this? Of course. There's nothing wrong with me teaching you how to do CPR. CPR is just a good skill. I don't I don't think I can give you like a card. 
because no, I'm no. not like a certified instructor, but I am a certified EMT. In, but but know. it's not a thing where I would need to like take a six week course or something like that. No, you can no, just no, teach no. me. Okay. CPR course is like four hours long and only needs to be about an hour long. <laughs> really? Okay. Interesting. Uh, but the good thing is practicing it because it's it's one of those things where it's just like a skill that, you know, you do it and then it's good to just practice so you don't kind of forget how to do it because when you're in a situation when you need to use this shit you're usually not it's not like a happy fun time that's chill and relaxed it's like oh fuck i gotta do the thing fuck that's the the feeling right that, yeah, yeah 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 happens in your brain don't say that out loud to a patient because they get pretty scared <laughs> they get a little scared i've had new emts do that i've had them take a look at somebody and be like, oh, fuck. And I've had to, like, talk to them calmly later. Like, all right, buddy. So uh, you got to uh, not say that in front of a patient uh, or their family because they get a little scared yeah. when you do that. Um, they were fine, by the way. I was, Whenever I laugh about this sort of shit, I realize it sounds like really fucking dark shit. So, like, this person was okay. I would never joke about somebody good. who wasn't okay. So, good, good, yeah. good. Um, you know, things that are a fun and relaxed time video games yeah i like those i'm begging us to talk about uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, i got i still play valorant um i'm mad at it uh Aww. i bought grifflands Ooh, yes. Ooh. me too yeah um because it's on steam now yeah, which is the marketplace which is that i trust the people's marketplace <laughs> um mm-hmm. that game seems cool yeah yeah it does like I'm only I've only played about a half hour of it so far, but I like the world a lot. I like that most people aren't humans. They're either like dog people or like slug people. Yeah. Um and uh the the system itself seems interesting, like how there's these sort of like two like there's negotiation and battling, which I don't know if they ever like affect each other at all or whether oh well, I guess they kinda do in that like when you negotiate with someone, your hit points are a resolve. And as that goes down, it doesn't replenish on its own, but you get it back by winning fights. Yeah. Um, so then you can just negotiate with people some more. And, and you like, can, like whole, negotiate people into becoming party members that will fight, yeah. help you in combat. And you, you basically, you have like arguments and stuff that you put up. Like it's all abstracted. It's like generic, just like, oh, uh, dismiss or like um, force a point or whatever. But it's cool how that stuff works. My question with this, well, it's twofold, I guess. Uh, I wonder whether this is going to become like the next Slay the Spire for me, which means that I'll be up until 4 a.m. three days in a row playing yeah. it and then delete it from my phone, fo- then delete it because um, I hate, I can't have that in my life. Uh, and also, this game is like much more narrative-based than Slay the Spire, which is cool, but I kind of wonder how much of that is just going to be stuff that I have to click through on replays. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a weird sort of, like, road to hoe because it is, like, one of the things that makes Slay the Spire oftentimes, I think, feel so empty is because there's, like, no payoff, like, narratively, really. Uh, you just, you know, climb the spire, your character doesn't talk or whatever. But then also in this one, they have, like, a, a story and stuff like that, but it's still a roguelike, so, yeah, it, it can maybe get a little bit repetitive. They do have multiple characters now. They added, like, that second guy not too long ago. Oh, yeah, ago. that man who doesn't look that interesting. <laughs> yeah, not as, maybe not he as interesting does, as the main lady. Maybe he think. does have a story, but, yeah, the main character is, like, seems, like, cool as hell. 
Yeah. She's just like, like f- oh, I escaped like debt bondage and I'm going to kill the guy yeah. that, or the, the lady who did it. Yeah. They oh. see, they were, they're so mad about the fact that, uh, they were supposed to be lifetime indentured servant and then they paid it off in 10 years because they were mad is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Clay makes good games as it turns out sometimes. Like, I didn't I, realize yeah. how, many of their vid- how many video. They make a lot of them. They have made a lot, yeah. How many people um, work there? I actually don't know. That's I don't are, they, they are. are they Canadian or are they mm-hmm. American? They're in Vancouver. Yeah. That's my, what friend, I yeah. my friend Seth worked there for like God, like four years or something. Only 35 oh. people Jesus. working at that studio. Uh, that's wild. Because like they make... Because there's this... I feel like there is two. There are two clays. There are like the clay that I like, which is uh, not Slay Spire, Grifflands, Invisible Ink, Mark of the Ninja, hmm. which is like these cool one-off things yeah. that just feel like like products. Right. And yeah. Then, and then there's Oxygen Not Included and Don't Starve. Uh, don't which Starve, are just, which are services. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. The things, like, the things yeah. that make them money. Right. Yeah. yeah. I never got into either of those just because. I'm like, yeah, I just don't need another endless thing in my life. And yeah, like, right. that's what I'm worried about with this. Is like. Oh, well, it does have a narrative, so, like, maybe I can just, like, beat the game on, like, the default setting once, and then I'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, roguelikes, uh, turn-based <laughs> roguelikes for me are just, like, they feel so, like, oh, we've done research on people's brains, mm. and we know that random reinforcement really gets them going. And, like, yeah, a lot of games do that now, but something about it, games being turn-based really... Makes it easier to get carried away. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because it's like yeah. oh, just one more, just like one more mm-hmm. turn, just one, one more, more turn, fight, one more encounter, one more encounter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also, I feel like in games like um, this one in particular, where you're, you know, I guess a lot of roguelikes are like this, where you're building your deck and building your build, you end up in the situation of like, well, I could, I could stop here and then come back tomorrow, but then by tomorrow I won't remember what the fuck I was doing. Like, what, oh yeah, what is my build here? Like, but oh right, I need to play this one before I, I'm trying to fish for this card so that I can use it, and then I need to use everything else. Ah, I fucked myself up. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Grifflands, like, it has a really cool look and it has that narrative. Like you said, Merit, like, I like the idea that just, like, one day I will just be able to get to the end of the story in this and be able to feel okay about walking away. At least I hope that's the case. I've never I, I love a game you can finish, you know? <sighs> Nothing better than seeing credits, folks. Like, I've seen just, credits. Let me see those credits roll, yeah. God, so mm-hmm. good. Um... <clears throat> I went across a bunch of different things over the uh, last couple of days trying to look for something new to see credits roll on, actually, because <laughs> I, I had that whole... This is a tortured segue. Uh, I had that whole <laughs> run there where I was um, beating a bunch of Final Fantasy games that I'd never beaten before, and I kind of want to recapture that magic. Uh, so I have been on the look for like a game like that recently, and I just haven't been able to find like anything to stick with. I don't know. Um hmm. I, I, but I did boot up Divinity Original Sin 2 again as a result of that over the weekend. Hmm. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I did watch uh, you stream some of that the other day. That's fun. It's like a, still a cool game, it right? It seems good. I, you're kind of making me want to pick it back up again because I bought it on Switch after I saw Baldur's Gate 3 in the before times. Yeah. <laughs> when, I went, when I went into Manhattan in a room with like 30 people in it <laughs> and they were like, here's a video game. And I was like, wow, this is cool. I'm in a room with people. They're showing me a video game in person. There's like food I get to eat for free. 
Um, I'm sure glad I know, get to do this whenever I want. The perks of the biz, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I was like, oh, wait. Is this what the Divinity games are like? Because this seems good as hell. Yeah. Like, just the, in terms of, like, the... Like, the stuff that you can do when you don't animate everything is wild. Like, the... I don't know. Like, it makes me think of, like, MUDs and things like that, where, like, yeah. the difference between, like, a MUD and an MMO, where, like, using text to, like, describe things or narration saves so much money and mm-hmm. means that you can, like, incorporate so many systems that would just be impractical or, like, way too expensive to do in, like, a fully graphical game. Disco Elysium is this exact same thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, it would not work as if it was, like, fully just, like, graphical. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I like that stuff. Like, it's... Divinity is like, oh, like, you're fighting someone, and, like, you killed a guy, and, like, you turned into a pool of blood, and then you, like... <laughs> Like boiled that blood to create like a blood mist. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> push out fire, so I, I gotta yeah. go make my character who is lit on fire right now stand in the blood mist to extinguish themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the things that Divinity Original Sin Two does, and that Disco Elysium also does, is there's a they find this middle ground between like not animating everything, but also just looking very good. Like mm. it's a very visually interesting game. It's very colorful. The the big giant tentacles on monsters animate very well. They don't necessarily need to like animate every little teeny thing, but when it's you know it's fairly static, but it looks good in that staticness. And Disco Elysium is the same way because otherwise, on the other end of this, you have Dwarf Fortress, which is just like literally no graphics. Right? Yeah. Um, which I guess it is getting graphics now. If you just Shit. start out without graphics. Like the the bar is so low. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Because the I I'll say this: I don't think the graphics that they have gone with in the Dwarf Fortress with graphics version look particularly good. Um. Yeah, I played a little bit of that. Um, I don't need to. I've not gotten any farther in it than I have in the past, but I, I restarted it because they put out like free DLC that adds like four new adventures and stuff. So I want to I want to check that out. Maybe I'll check back in with that again next week. But the actually the game I should talk about because it's one I just put some time into that just came out into early access today is mm-hmm. uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Ooh, yeah. I heard about this. At That's the one that John and I saw in the Before Times. Yeah, did you at play Pax it? East? Uh, I think John played it and I watched John okay. play it. Uh, I like this game a lot so far, it actually. seems pretty cool. Like, it, yeah, I wonder. Just like the concept of, hey, uh, your job is to just like salvage spaceships and uh, you basically are a contractor for this company. And so like you're in a ton of debt because you got all your equipment from them. So like you have to pay it off by just doing all of this work but like the way that you take apart ships is like so methodical mm-hmm. it's like just like a puzzle like a 3d puzzle in reverse of like how do i take all these parts off in the right order yes because if you fuck things up like oh you just pulled the engine core out it just exploded <laughs> uh-huh. and blew up half the ship and also killed you but you, we have a clone body for you but that is going to cost you money yeah so we'll add, like that, to your, we'll add that to your tab yeah but then you, you also blew up half the ship and you're like you can't get that stuff now mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. So that was like one of the moments in this game where I realized what I was dealing with. And I was just like, yes, good. Thank you. Um, was I was playing it, uh, you know, taking my ship apart and everything like that. And, you know, the, the you bit, get to pick your own ships and they have different like things that are different values and stuff. And they'll have different things you have to worry about. Like, ah, this ship is pressurized. And if you just like empty out mm-hmm. all the air at once, it's going to like fling you across space. And like you're just <laughs> going to like die in the void because you just got blown out of an airlock. So you have to like... <laughs> methodically go through the ship find the like air to turn off and you know close the different places behind you cycle out the pressure normally and stuff like that um and that takes time and one of the things i discovered in this game is it does have like a a, like a like a time system because i got to the 24 end of a 24 hour period and then i had you know like shaved off you have uh i think it's a hundred billion dollar debt like a hundred billion credit (laughs) casual (laughs) that's almost what i was like though actually like i was thinking to myself like oh i can shave this oh i'm already down like a million i'm already down like two million in in in, like 20 minutes like i'm this is easy and then it got to like the end of the first day and then it just tacked on like all right here's your oxygen cost your fuel cost food costs (laughs) your (laughs) your like uh service fee your rental for this uh shipyard that you're using or whatever and then just like wiped out half of the progress i had made in that 20 minute period i was like Uh. ah Okay, I see. This is where I we're going. See. Um, also, when I took out a, uh, I did take out a reactor, and the like the narrator guy who's like explaining things to you is like, yeah. So with the reactors, um, they're worth a fuckload of money. So you want to always go get those. Those that's your that's your money maker right there. But when you take them out, they do start instantly melting down. So you want to <laughs> be fast. Um, so I was like, ah, fuck. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll create, I'll take my plasma torch, my plasma cutter, because you can cut through custom like holes and stuff in the ship or whatever and create custom pads out. So once I've like, all right, I've decompressed everything, I'm going to cut a tunnel through this ship so that when I yank this reactor out, it'll just go flying straight down this tunnel that I have made uh, with my plasma torch right into the net where it needs to go, where it will be sealed and safe and I'll get all the money. Uh, And I do that and I yank it out and it's perfect. It's like, ah, yes, great. Like this is going exactly as I want. I get too close to the reactor. Uh, It it just shoots electricity at me. Me, this is like I don't know. The, the reactor is unstable. You've been electrocuted with uh, with uh, this just like bolt of lightning, and it started suddenly playing country music in my ears because it's like oh, radio no. malfunction, and uh, it started tuning into like space trucker radio. <laughs> oh my god! And like so, I'm floating in space. I've just taken like fifty percent of my health as damage. My uh, UI is flickering all over the place, and it's piping in fucking like take me home country road in my ears. <laughs> Hell yeah. Todd's song. Aww. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I guess that's all just to say that, like, it feels good for the brain. Like, it's a, it's one of those good feeling games. Um, yeah, I would maybe compare it to something like a house flipper or Mr. Cleanup Detail. If anybody mm. knows those? Mm. Sure. Yeah, uh, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you said, Meredith, it's like a reverse puzzle game. It's like a, you're it's just there's a there's a certain satisfaction, like a contemplative satisfaction to it. And it also does a, the one the other last thing I'll say about it that I, I really appreciate is uh, I feel like there has been a glut of corporate sci fi satire games. Mm uh, in the vein of like the Outer Worlds and that one what was that one Metroid Prime game that came out a four months ago or something metroid other worlds uh yeah uh uh, journey 
Journey to the Savage, Savage Planet. Planet. Oh, That's oh, the one. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. one. That one is also the same thing. Um, Subnautica kind of does this too. That's a little older, but there's been a lot of this stuff, and this game has. Uh, echoes of that but like I feel like there is a certain level of like hand washiness of like actually making a statement about the political mm-hmm. ramifications of these things where they're just like we're so wacky and goofy like isn't like corporate like debt slavery f- uh, funny isn't it like a wacky thing don't engage with this beyond the, like the artifice of it all whereas this game is a lot more subdued about it um, mm-hmm. yeah least- it seemed when I was playing it or when we were looking at it at PAX it was just like um yeah it looks like it was more of like a a blade runner kind of thing of just yeah. like this is what the world is so we'll just have fun with, with that you, you live there there are no wacky commercials about how how wacky it is yeah it's just uh you owe us 10 billion credits so uh-huh. get to work the, so the one the the thing they do early on like the first thing that you do in this game is you're interacting with like a fake uh dos prompt thing almost like a fake computer um where you are signing up for your shipbreaker uh, job and you have to like sign an nda and like fill out this like terms of service thing and you can read all the different things that you have to like tick the boxes on and they're things like i ha- am not and have never been uh active member of any labor union <laughs> and, oh god <laughs> In order, and you can't progress until you like you know legally confirm that you've done that. Also, one of the things that you have to click on is um, I will vote for blah 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 in the next presidential election because they are the one that um, the company that I'm working for is diverting all of its like resources to. Like they have a super PAC for this one presidential candidate. Oh you have God. to legally agree that you will vote for him in the next election. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, Fabulous. But yeah, that's a. I'm gonna play more of that and, and come back to it later. Uh, see how those upgrades go and whatnot. Uh, anybody else play anything else? Um, uh, I just want to point out that we have a meeting in ten minutes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, in that case, why don't we just bounce on out of here then and say goodbye to all the fine folks who listen? Yeah, to we us. talked. We did talk about games for about we fifteen did. minutes, so we did fulfill our quota. Yeah. See? Yeah. And so, what if those games were at? The, so, what if the games part was at the end of the show? <laughs> we make you wait for it. Yeah, it's like a treat at the end. You have to yeah. eat your vegetables before I mean, yeah. you can have your dessert. If we want to, I could just cut all this stuff out and put it at the front, and it'll be like a cool kind of like, ah, you know, like, like in YouTube videos where they put the coolest part of the video before the rest of the video. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, much like the Metal Gear novelization, it'll be in media res. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 68 of Fan with the Fanbyte podcast. We uh, very much enjoyed making it for you. And if you want to show that you enjoyed listening to it, you can go to uh, iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever it is. and Leave us a rating and a review to show your appreciation and help other people find podcasts like this one. Also, if you want to go ahead and uh, find other stuff that we do, you can go to fanbyte.com slash podcast. We have our I think we're eight feeds now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, six. Six active shows right Six now. Active Six shows. active ones. And then there may be some extra stuff in the back end that we might use for fun surprises later. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, we basically determined we're, we're going to be harping on this for the next couple of weeks, I'm, at least, I'm sure, to, to let people know that a bunch of the shows that uh, were previously in just the existing two main feeds um, 
have been split off into their own things to kind of cut down on some of the cruft and uh, bloat, I guess. Not even cruft, because they're all great shows. But some of the bloat in the feeds. So your shows like you love to see it, office hours, those kinds of things, numbers go up. Those are all in their own feeds right now. You want to go resubscribe to those if you want to hear those, because they are all very good. And if you want to hear other good things, you can follow Danielle Riendo on Twitter. At Danielle R.I. And you can follow Merritt. Uh, at Merritt K. And Nikki. At Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. And you can find Fanbyte on Twitter at, at Fanbyte Media. The media part is important. We are not at Fanbyte yet. We're yep. working on it. Don't worry. Uh, and go to Fanbyte.com for all of our good stuff. Until next Tuesday, what do we always say to people? Until next Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Until next Tuesday. Uh, Bye. Bye. Fuck the police. (laughs) Fuck the police. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. I'll see you all in a in a in a GIF. <laughs> <laughs>